When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Crystal Clear, and you're listening to more Morgulons. I might change the name of this podcast to More Sand Fleas because I have a theory. Um, when you look up Jiggers, J I G G E R S, not like Chiggers, not like the N word, um, or Chigos, C H I G O E S, or Sand Fleas um, on Google. You'll find some very interesting things because I've been thinking lately about what we were reading yesterday in the um, CDC study about how in their study, when they had done their cross-sectional survey, uh, the first Morgulans patients from the 1980s and um, perhaps 90s as well described their solid materials coming out of their skin as mostly fibers. Um, Most people were describing them as fibers. It's not until later in this um, uh, tiny and silent epidemic that you see people starting to describe specks, fuzz balls, um, and uh, dots, and um, things that are different than fibers. Um, and as you all know, I have described glitter and foil. Um, this really got me thinking about something and it was basically that, you know, if there was a new pathogen introduced, uh, to our environment in the United States, what would an infectious pathogen, um, an environmental pathogen, a parasite potentially, what would that be like? Like, what would people be describing and would it change over time? Well, it's very likely that it would change over time and it's very likely that these people would be considered crazy. Um, but, you know, the thing is, I just read this article because I have been totally flummoxed by this phenomenon that I've been observing recently where it appears like there are colored, various colored uh, things on my floor and in the soles of my loafers that look like paint chips. They look like paint chips. Most of them are white. Some of them are occasionally black or dark blue, but I've even been seeing them pink and like a pastel sort of green. And and this very, very sort of aqua blue color that is um, very distinctive and recognizable. And it's the exact shade of blue that I have seen um, on my skin. Um, the foil, the blue on one side, foil on the other side, or the blue on both sides. Um, and I was just out on my screen and porch yesterday and I noticed that my wall, um, which I have a brick home and it's painted white, um, but I noticed that the brick, the white brick on the wall by the door and on the door itself um, and around the door jam, there was that exact same color blue. Looks like 
paint flecks or paint chips or something. Now, I, like I said, I am a painter, and so obviously that's a confounding variable there. But, um, you know, ever since it started, I haven't been painting. Um, I've just been, you know, freaking out and trying to uh, not freak out. That's basically comprised, uh, like, all of my time. Um, and one of the really interesting things that I just read was, uh, about the sand flea or jigger or chigo. Um, apparently this is a, uh, mite flea, one of the few that burrows under the skin of humans. There is a species of this sand flea that burrows under the skin of humans, often first uh, in the feet from contaminated soil. And um, notably, the feet is where my ex, we'll call him patient zero, uh, where his symptoms first manifested. It was very, very localized to the feet, which would be pretty unusual for scabies. Um, And uh, mine actually was also uh, very much in the toenails of, of my feet in the beginning. Uh, and then later on, very much in the hands and fingernails and where it sort of remains, um, along with, you know, every other part of my body, but like mostly, like I said, feet. And, um, and the interesting thing about this is that in 2015, a, um, let me pull up the article so I can share it with you because I just find this completely fascinating. Um, let's see. So it says, it's the University of Exeter, August 12th, 2015. Uh, sand fleas occupy the swash zone of sandy beaches where they are exposed to a range of visually guided predators, including shorebirds and crabs. Now researchers have discovered that these fleas have a remarkable ability to change color in order to match dramatically different backgrounds and it says the research found that sand fleas from the remote british overseas territory of ascension island changed their color to match the beaches they washed up on which vary widely in color and brightness from black to light yellow so in my loafers the other day uh these like quote paint chips um were quite literally quite literally they were black (laughs) to light yellow. There was pink. There was light green. I just couldn't figure it out. It just seems so odd. Um, and it is odd. Um, and it it goes on to say that, uh, most previous studies have relied on human assessments of appearance, but predators often see the world very differently than humans. Our work shows how animals living in a small geographic area can modify their appearance over time to match their respective environment. Dr. Sam Weber from Ascension Island Government said, We first noticed the close color matching of sand fleas to their environment during research into the turtles that nest on Ascension shores. However, it was only after teaming up with colleagues at the University of Exeter that the full extent and sophistication of the camouflage became apparent. Unlike many populations of animals that undergo genetic changes over numerous generations and improve their camouflage against the environment, sand fleas from the different beaches begin life as a planktonic larval stage and so are likely to come from the same gene pool. They then wash up on any beach and so genetic adaption adaptation to any specific beach color is very unlikely. Instead, they must change color to match their own beach and they apparently do this as they molt, growing closer to the beach color as they develop into adults. The sand fleas, also known as mole crabs, were photographed in the lab along with sand from their respective beaches. The images were transformed to correspond to an avian visual system using software specifically designed by the team to determine how camouflaged the fleas would appear to a predatory bird. The results showed that the sand fleas matched the color and brightness of the beach they lived on, affording them camouflage against predators. 
Future work will focus on the underlying mechanisms involved in the developmental changes in coloration, including the role of visual feedback and cellular processes. Um, it's really incredible because it's just, um, it's just amazing to think that there is any parasite out there that can choose actively to match their surroundings to avoid predation. And, um, I'm really starting to think that if there were a new, uh, or existing, uh, form of, of, uh, burrowing mite that, uh, had arrived in the United States very quietly, um, and very hard to detect, uh, it would really look a lot like a condition that we call morulons. So, um... I'm going to explore this further. If you all have any experience with um, uh, morgulons that seem to change colors um, or, or that seem to appear in various colors in your environment, um, that would be an interesting thing to share. Um, I'm going to, uh, like I said, look more into this and uh, come back with uh, any new information that I may find because... There has to be a rational explanation for this. Um, again, I know I'm not going crazy. I don't know how many times I have to say this on this show or in my real life, but I'm going to keep saying it because I'm still not crazy. All right, stay tuned.